Kaiju FM. Come find your niche. You know what I said just once more before? You meant another one, didn't I you? Meant, I meant at least once more. At least, at least once more, maybe more, who knows, I maybe. promise. I promise to stop uh, using the word just to mean at least. Okay. That's my pledge. That seems just. It, 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 does, seem, it does seem at least. Welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a cohesive cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm Chris McLennan. I'm Carl Noble. And uh, I think last week we got a lot done. I think we did get a lot done. We managed to talk directly to Bugs Bunny. Yep. Uh, like, we, we realised... potentially Foghorn. Yeah, we're not so sure about that one, but maybe sort of. Yeah, like, maybe, maybe sort of. It's a bit floatier, that one. Yeah, uh, but definitely Bugs. But the time lens, we're, we're starting to appreciate its power. Yep. Uh, we've, we've, you know, we've um, started to play around with different things based on the colours of the portal at the start. Yeah. Uh, I actually noticed a note while you were scrolling through the list yeah. that had uh, final use of these colours of portal. Um, so, ah, do you reckon they were the dangerous ones? Uh, I'm not sure. It was at the end of 19... Well, the first one in 1953 said it was the last use of... The certain colours of portal like I think it was blue fading to red with a red background interesting uh, so like it's definitely a conscious shift at certain points but we are also definitely seeing a mixture of those in any given yeah. era so you know it might be worth maybe looking into what makes those shift as well as yeah possibly as well as the effects thereof yeah um, so basically uh, we are of the opinion that if the colour of the portal is of a shorter wavelength than the colour of the background. Yeah. We can yell through it and, and be it, heard. And, yeah, and it should get through. And the longer that discrepancy, like, the longer that sit, the, that difference is, yeah, uh, it can get to the point where we're being heard backwards in time. Yes. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> It's all quite difficult because it's uh, it's very Doctor Who. Yeah, but like green to red, we were we were pretty chuffed with that because yeah. we yelled at Bugs, and he turned up. Uh, yeah, uh, but blue to red was particularly powerful. It seemed to be yeah because we seemed to be able to break. Or was it red to blue? Was it the, no backwards? We think they just can't hear yeah. us. Yeah, even I can't remember. It's only been. It's only been a week. Yeah, I know, but it is complicated stuff, man. Like, I don't have uh, a physics degree. What Do I, you? Uh, I have the visible spectrum uh, with nanometer readings up on Google, if that's what you mean. Uh, it's close to what I mean. It's basically, it's basically, it's basically a physics basically degree. Basically a physics degree. Yeah, I've read, I've read some, I've read some books about like quantum theory and string. Yeah, I mean, theory so have I, but I don't like think that. that really qualifies me as a like. A physicist. Yeah, but nothing qualified to do, us to do this at all in the first place. Apart from years of experience so far. Well, I guess I, I guess we can at least boast years of experience. Years of experience, <laughs> yeah. mate. Like combined, I mean, combined, tell people combined, we've got about five years experience. 
Yeah, that's true. We're doing pretty well. It's pretty good, isn't it? Shall we apply some of that experience? I think we right should because we're the, the the gang's back together, Cal. I mean, not together, but probably, probably, you know, directly. Yeah, they're not really a gang, are they? If they're at odds, but we haven't seen them all together in the same cartoon for a while. No, we haven't. Uh, so it's Sylvester and Tweety and Granny and Hector all in one wow. go. It's called a street cat named Sylvester. So you know, don't know if uh, this is going to be right now and Sylvester's back to full on full on street cat yeah. alley cat territory, or if it's going to be, you know, maybe maybe early days. Let's uh. find out. In a street cat named Sylvester, a Sylvester Tweety Granny and Hector the Bulldog, full name there number uh, from Do September fifth, nineteen fifty three. Do you think he's being told off? <laughs> Hector the Bulldog, you get down here right now. Let's find out. All right, quite a lot going on there. Like yeah. quite a lot of different things that, like, based on stuff we've concluded before, yep. need some investigation. So, firstly, first yep. thing we noticed, Tweety's pretty big. Tweety is pretty big. Like it opens with uh, Tweety stood by a cigar, warming himself by the glow of a cigar in the snow, saying, yeah. "I need to find somewhere to get out of the cold." So I'm thinking this Tweety um, surrogate has just kind of landed, yeah, in the I world so. looking for a granny, and it's looking a bit lost. Finds a house. When he knocks on the door, he's not far off the handle. Realist, I reckon he's probably about a third of the way to the. To the handle. Yeah, so like, I mean, so quite if, large. You, if you picture like your your door with like four inset panels in it, yeah. Tweety's well into the, the lower panel, which like, which normally like, you know, six to eight inches from the ground already. Yeah. And Tweety's well into it. So I, I, mean, I reckon Tweety's probably about a foot tall. So Sylvester's head is at the sort of level of the handle. When he, when he opens the door, because Tweety knocks on the door, Sylvester opens it. Uh, and his head's about that sort of the handle level. It's a little lower, but like it's it's the size I expect Sylvester to be. Yeah, big for a cat. Yeah, but still. Well, that means this tweet is quite large. Yeah, I reckon. And you noticed his tweet. tail was slightly larger, his tail yeah, feather. Yeah, tail feathers longer as well. I wonder if uh, you know when they're first deployed from the horrible pods on Tweety Prime Island. Yeah. Um, if they're reasonably big, and depending on how long it takes them to find a granny to sustain them yeah like they just become more and more diminutive until they just don't how like maybe see, fizzle out like yeah see i like, i was wondering whether or not they're like ants so you have different so you've got like worker tweeties soldier tweeties and you know they're 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 slightly different in kind of physical size and strength uh some are more mentally capable than others because this one i don't think had the mental capabilities no not as strong because well, he didn't. He didn't go straight to try and activate the granny. He yeah, stayed also, subtle. Even when, even when he did try and activate the granny with his with his Bluetooth, Bluetooth powers, yeah. with his yellow beak powers, yeah. <laughs> uh, like because the granny never saw him. Yeah, it, it never it kicked really in. Fully. Like, the lure was there. Yeah, like she she was drawn to the vase when Sylvester trapped Tweety in a vase. Yeah, but a distraction was enough to pull her back away. Yes. Which I think with previous versions of Tweety, it would not have been. No, no, definitely not. I think if there was a, a smaller, stronger, um, yellow-beaked-powered Tweety, yeah. then 
the granny would have been enthralled immediately. Yeah, I mean, I think, I don't know if it's as separate as it is in like an ant colony, but I do think uh, Tweety Prime is maybe taking a different tact. Think so. With this, uh, because um, the the way in which Tweety interacted with the situation was more hands-on yes. than it usually is. Yeah. It's normally manipulate granny or Hector And let granny stuff, do a thing. Yeah. Whereas in this one, Tweety was doing stuff quite directly. Yeah. Like, uh, the Hector we noticed as well, broken leg, yellow. Yeah, he's yellow. I mean, so this could be a Clone Watch, Clone Watch. situation. Yeah. But he could just be ill because so, Granny's yeah. dosing him with medicine throughout. I, I think he's ill because he. Like, I checked the toes. I did the toe check. He had the, the, the right amount of toes. On the foot we could see. Yeah. The well, that, yeah, that is true. His, his other foot was in, uh, in plaster and up. Well, I'm but, just wondering if uh, he'd had uh, a toe uh, surgically attached to that foot and now he's having the other one done. Well, no, because <laughs> like Granny said that it was from chasing Sylvester about. He broke his oh, leg yeah, chasing true. Sylvester because Sylvester's in the house with Granny before Tweety ever turns up. Oh, yeah, that's a good. And so I think this is, is a, a sort of sting operation. Yeah, but so is Hector. Yeah. But they they they're sort of fine. Like it's like the, 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 you know he chases Hector, he chases Sylvester about. Yeah. But like it's it's back to that sort of playful camaraderie. Yeah. Like you know one upmanship rather than you know aggressively a, trying like to an kill actual villain. Yeah. Uh, so I'm thinking maybe like you say like a bit of a sting operation. I think Sylvester's found himself an unprotected granny, yeah. and is kind of. Just stake in the place, just going, right, I'll just stay here, and every time a Tweety turns up, I'll kill it. Because when he opened the door, he said, I thought I saw a Tweety bird. Yeah. So Which, it's not just a bird. Yeah, he knows what he's after. Whereas Tweety just says a pussycat. Yeah. So That's true. That's true. It's a good point. I've never really, I've never really clocked that Tweety never seems to know Sylvester. No. That's good. That, yeah. that, that, that's actually like, it's a tiny thing, but it's something I've never really put together. It's like, Tweety does not recognise Sylvester. No, which but Sylvester... Which multiple Tweety situation. Yeah, but Sylvester always recognise, it recognises a Tweety bird, because he says a Tweety bird, not Tweety. Yeah. A Tweety bird. So I think Sylvester's onto that, like, Sylvester's been onto that fact for a while. Yeah. The question is, how much can, like, so Tweety Prime sends out these Tweety birds. Yeah. But... Tweety Prime must not be able to uh, put any awareness into, like, it can't be aware of what those birds are doing. Because Possibly otherwise, not, no. Or at least, if he, if Tweety Prime is aware of what the Tweeties out in the world are doing, it, cu- uh, it can't project that into the Tweety Bird. Because otherwise, they would have the hive mind, right? And, yes. And so, like, he would recognise Sylvester. I mean, it's like that, or maybe the closer these Tweeties get to a granny, the more disconnected they get from the from the hive yeah maybe it's like it uses some of their bandwidth yeah um yeah because you, because you can only connect to one bluetooth device at any one time yeah so because we i think don't this... think they're using bluetooth 4.0 oh that's a shame it's a shame because then they could connect to multiple devices that's true all right so you think it's a it's a, it's a dead switch it's not like i don't have as much of a connection it's like yeah, no, i'm using I'd... it for this now yeah i think it's a click I guess it is 1953. It is 1953. I mean, they're, they're, they're I like, we, like we shouldn't be knocking them for not having Bluetooth 4.0. I know. Like, we should be, we <laughs> We've should only be, just got it. We, 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 should, we should be, you know, praising them for having Bluetooth at all. <laughs> yeah. So, so you think that's the Hector but ill? 
I think it's Il Hector. Because di- it is difficult at this point with the clone situation, because we know there are hundreds of yeah. near-perfect, except for the Toes, Hectors out there. Well, that was it, because it was the Toes and his interaction with Sylvester that made me think, ah, these know each other, because Sylvester wasn't actively trying to kill no. the other Hector. No, absolutely not. It's still his bud. Like, yeah. it's that, 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 that's still there, regardless of what happens. Yeah. Uh, what else went down? So, uh, Sylvester is very smooth. Sylvester is very smooth. Like, he can be got with plungers fired from um, a bow, and it sticks to him immediately. And I don't know if you've ever tried this with a plunger. Yeah. But they don't really famously difficult. stick to hairy things. No. You, can't, you can't pop one on your head. No, it's not. It's Even not. if you're bald, it but, doesn't work as well. But that was interesting to me uh, for the reason that uh, later in the episode, Sylvester jumps into... Uh, hides in... Uh, Granny's basket of wool, yeah, uh, and Granny's knitting, and the wool's coming out, yeah, uh, and Sylvester's fur somehow gets tied into it and unravels, which suggests to me uh, Sylvester's bald and wearing a jumper, yeah, and long johns, or just a sort of woolen jumpsuit, but yeah, possibly knits it. He knits it back on. He does, yeah, and winds up with like multicolored bottom half, yeah. But if he's little woolly and furry. Maybe maybe the plungers were Velcro. <laughs> Velcro plungers for hairy things. Because, I mean, you know, like if, if, if Hector's using it for getting I just thought, Sylvester, then why, why would he use ordinary plungers? Yeah, but my thinking was also, uh, Sylvester is, you know, a certain size. And if mm-hmm. anyone's going to have uh, a plunger that is exactly the size that uh, if you fired it at Sylvester, it would have enough give to just sort of clip onto his <laughs> like Lego. and then he's stuck it's hector hector would have that plunger yeah that's true so i wonder if it's just it's 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 not that sylvester's very smooth it's that just... hector has carefully selected that plunger specifically yeah possibly for his sylvester he's a damn good plunger. he's a damn good aim then oh he is good i mean he is he is just sitting well there. he just waits till sylvester's at a certain point in a run yeah he's like back legs forward and, boom, and he yeah. clips onto the buttocks and he reels him in yeah yeah no i can see that because I think we got it concluded after that issue that Sylvester isn't very smooth. Yes, That's yeah, the trouble. Yeah. And I think Hector picking a correctly sized plunger is, is more, likely more likely than the existence of a Velcro plunger. <laughs> I mean, all right. <laughs> I mean, justify a use of a Velcro plunger other than this. Well, I mean, th- th- there isn't one, but it's very easy to make a Velcro plunger. You get a plunger and you glue some of the hooky Velcro bits inside. Yeah, but I think he's got be, time to do that. He I is th- sat on his ass. I think we'd have been able to see the Velcro. Mm, I don't know. No, I don't think so. But why okay. don't you think so? Well, because one, one, we never saw the inside of the. Um, yeah, we did when he the aimed plunger. it. Did, did yeah, we? It was sort of towards the screen. Oh, maybe we should go back and have a little look see if there's any little hooks in there. But either way, <laughs> little hooks. <laughs> either way, um, the the big the big takeaway from the episode, yeah, was the very end. So um, Sylvester tries to hurt Hector by dropping a fridge on him. He whiffs it completely, drops a fridge on himself. I don't understand how, but he ends up with a broken arm and a broken leg and in a basket next to Hector with his leg up on a bit of string. And then... Oh, one thing that's important to this, by the way, is that earlier in the episode, uh, Granny's dosing Hector with like medicine, presumably like painkillers. Yeah, to help him. But that uh, also makes him... 
like really docile, like and favourable towards Tweety Bird. He's like, I'm not going to let Sylvester get you. Yeah. But I think that's just because he's a bit dozy. And Hector hits Sylvester's leg. Sylvester screams. And then we hear Granny go, oh, best give you some medicine. But before Granny can get there, Tweety's there mixing all these unknown chemicals into the medicine bottle. And then Granny pops it in Sylvester's mouth. Sylvester turns a bit green in the old face. And it ends on Sylvester saying, uh, he's not going to be feeling very, very oh, no, well so once on it twi- kicks in. It ends on Tweety saying... Oh, yes, yeah, sorry, Tweety. That cat is going to be in a predicament when that medicine starts to work. Yeah. And that's the end. And so, at no point in this episode has Granny seen Tweety. No. Hasn't needed Granny in thrall at all. No, Completely no, not at all. new tactic. So that tells me that Sylvester is now potentially under the thrall of that Tweety, or at least is in a, in a susceptible way. Yeah, it's it's not it's not going to be nice. It's no. not going to be nice. So I'm like, genuinely concerned for Sylvester, because I like Sylvester. I've got a lot of time for him. Sylvester's the hero of this arc. Yeah. We know that. So, well, you know. He's the most important. I'm concerned. We've got to keep him well. Uh, <sighs> Big times. Yeah, I mean, I don't really, don't really know. Like, maybe, maybe he's just going to off Sylvester. Why doesn't he just off Sylvester? It's very hard to kill something that's got at least eight lives now. Yeah, maybe he doesn't and get immune to being killed in that manner. Yeah, maybe he's maybe he doesn't know that. Maybe Tweety doesn't know that though, and he doesn't know that that Sylvester's a Sylvester because he just thinks it's a pudding. Yeah, cake. I just think it's, we might have a Sylvester that's under the thrall of Tweety, or we might have a Sylvester that's immune to being poisoned. Ah, that's possible. Um, but then there obviously there is the chance that Tweety has worked out that Sylvester gains all these immunities and is is trying a different ah, scheme. But the thing is, is being immune to being poisoned isn't a problem. Because even if he's immune to being poisoned, Tweety's plan isn't there to poison him to death. Yeah. Because that's your, that's, like, that's like, what I mean. It's it's only to enthrall him. Yeah, it's so not to enthralling kill him. him dodges the whole thing. Yeah. Does was Tweety, Tweety wasn't involved in the episode where Sylvester went back to his tribe, was he? Tweety wasn't in it. Or was he? Don't think so. I don't, I don't, oh no, because because Granny was in it. I remember Granny. Uh, I think Tweety might have been in. So, so Tweety knows Sylvester went back to his tribe. Well, that well, Tweety, Tweety, that, Tweety, that, that Tweety got killed, though, as far as I'm concerned. Well, that's that's possible. But did it get killed? What if they only send information back to Tweety Prime when they're offed? Well, like a kill and switch. it uploads into it uploads into Tweety Prime. Oh. Oh, I don't know. Like in, like, you Well, know. Sylvester should stop killing all these Tweeties then. Or may, may, maybe he has to consume them. And maybe maybe he's got like a lined, Bluetooth lined stomach <laughs> to stop him from... It's immune to Bluetooth. Yeah. It's a Bluetooth <laughs> but dead zone. Ki- but he has to be killed by Bluetooth at some point. Yeah. And then eat a load of Tweeties. Yeah, how does that happen? <laughs> uh, cancer, probably. Right, okay. If in doubt. That's it. That's that, If in doubt, cancer. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I mean, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> I just don't see how I'd have a Bluetooth lined stomach without becoming, immune, becoming yeah. immune to Bluetooth. Well, unless he's like maybe that's why implant. that's maybe that's why he went back to his tribe at that point. Possibly. He was like, "Look, I've only got one life left. I'm going to need him. I tried to get killed by Bluetooth, but it's I got killed yet. by eight other things." Before I, mean, that like, I mean, unless he's um, I don't know, like Wolverine did, like had himself opened up and had like a metal like Faraday cage put around his stomach, <laughs> an adamantium. 
Faraday cage around well, the stomach. I mean, it doesn't have to be adamant. It just has to be something that yeah, absorbs if you're gonna get Bluetooth. Your, if you're going to get yourself opened up... You may as well put adamantium in there. You may as well put the good metal in there. <laughs> yeah, you may as well. Uh, so last week you wondered uh, who was quicker, uh, Roadrunner or Speedy Gonzalez. We haven't seen Roadrunner in a while, so let's try and gather some data on that. All right. Uh, so uh, the next one's called Zipping Along. Sounds quite quick, doesn't it? It does sound pretty quick. Pretty quick. Zipping. It is unsurprisingly a Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner number uh, from September 19th, 1953. Let's have a look at it. He's pretty speedy. He's faster than a train. He, well, he was like he was faster than a train already. Yeah. The train sort of drew level with him. Yeah. Uh, and then he just was off. Like, yeah, so it, I can only assume he was just out for a leisurely jog. Yeah. And then a train pulled alongside him. The driver looked across, like narrowed his eyes. Yeah. And, and that, like Roadrunner like, gave him a small nod. Yeah. And then he was off. And then, wow, and literally, like... He's so much faster than the train. He's way, like, way, way faster. But, I mean, as we know, Superman's faster than a train. Yeah. Um, uh, but I was thinking, like, the, the way But we... only recent Superman. That's true. I know this is going into Superman law, but Superman originally was only faster than a speeding train. And now he's faster than a speeding, speeding bullet. bullet. So, mm. maybe he's been training. Oh, well, yeah, with yeah. a train. Well, he, he trained first, then he bulleted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's, that's how you do it. I'm going to um, go down the gym and do some bulleting. Some rig- rigorous bulleting. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, like, the, the, the way speed is shown to us... Yeah. It's very similar between Speedy Gonzalez and Roadrunner, mm-hmm. but Speedy Gonzalez is much smaller and was zoomed in. Yeah. So I, want, I do wonder if zoomed out, uh, actually, Roadrunner's just quicker for, by merit of being... Yeah, it's very possible. Um, Me and uh, Nathan, our resident marine biologist, were talking about um, animals running yesterday, which was the fastest (laughs) walker. That's that's good. Um, I like that. And yeah, like basically, I think it. I think the idea was that kind of like giraffes are pretty quick. I reckon just because just because of the the length of their legs, really. Are there any animals that uh, use the like? Energy-wise, quite inefficient, but speed-wise, quite efficient. Crouch walk. Are you aware of the, the crouch? crouch walk? So I don't know if you've ever done this, but it, probably have. I mean, it, are you talking about that thing from uh, like Three Lions, where they're trying not to blow up the bombs in the plastic bags and they do a crouch walk? It is similar. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not as low as that, but if you just slightly dip your knees while yeah. walking and walk, you go well fast. Yeah. But it's it's quite a lot of energy because you're sort of in an irritating half squat. Well, because I think it's it's because it allows you, your legs to get further. That's basically it. Yeah. But you know, it's it's pretty good. But are there, are there any animals that rock that? I don't. I'm not. I mean, I am not the marine biologist here. So who at that point, presumably, have like thighs I mean, and spiders, calves of steel. Spiders are always crouched. They're so crouched. But spiders also. Um, like, no spiders they, are big. They're not quick. To- and they never run. A spider can never run. It's just going or not. No, no, no. It, it like the because we looked at the definition oh, oh, of yeah, what walking it, is. Both feet have to be off the yeah, ground. Exactly. All feet have to be off the ground, not just both. Because with the spider, it's all. I know that from an episode of Malcolm in the Middle, Did where it? where uh, Hal was uh, into speed walking, like power walking. Oh right, and then yes. Like I think, this yeah. slow mo sort of check where his uh, both second feet off the ground. Like, no, you were running because <laughs> he's been and he's been running this whole time. Yeah, and uh, like he's disqualified from all the events. Yeah. So yeah, like um, we were we were talking about this, and basically smaller animals um, 
although they may go faster based like relative to their body size. Yeah. The bigger slower. the animal, obviously, they're, they're going to... Because I can go faster than a spider, even though a spider can travel faster per body length. Yeah, but then... Uh, it's just its body length isn't very big. Sure. But then uh, if you think of... Uh, like, cause it depends also what you're talking about. Like, Roadrunner can do that for, for days, yeah. so far as we can tell. Yeah. Uh, whereas, like, if you look at sprinters, like, it used to be that, like, well, y- you want to be tall yeah. like, for the reasons discussed. But, like, now you've got Usain Bolt, who, like, is actually just super powerful. Yeah. And he's quite tall. That, he's quite still tall, but like they're a taller, they're a taller world class sprinters, yeah. and he's still faster. So, oh yeah, yeah. Like it's, so if, it, it's if, not down to one metric. Yeah, but what? But it's also the difference between like what's good for endurance running and yeah. what's good for sprinting. Yeah, I'm, I mean, as, as, so far we've only really seen Speedy Gonzalez sprint. We have only seen because he was actually quite yeah. slow for most, of and the he was only because he was only doing it for short periods of time as well. Yeah, uh, but that's possible that because he's just got much smaller muscles, he can only maintain it for a much smaller amount of time. That's true. Because Plus, the, big, the, the bigger the muscle, the larger the uh, energy conserve. Plus, he looked like a bit of a reserve. street mouse, a bit of a ragamuffin. So maybe he hasn't, you know, he he can't maintain the diet for possibly, for, yeah. you know, for 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 building the requisite super powerful speedy muscles. Yeah, but who knows. I mean, they they are, they are cartoons. They might not be bound by the laws of our world. Who? Well, no, that's going to make this very difficult. <laughs> I know. Right. Uh, so, other things we saw in this episode. Uh, I'm pretty sure all the roads loop back to the same place. In- yeah, yeah. Well, I, th- I think they do because because we think they're in a sort of like big sort of Truman Show esque studio, don't we? Yeah, but uh, and but I think that's been pretty firmly supported in this episode because. Uh, Roadrunner, when he's running, like yeah. really does seem like he's trying to get a place. Yeah. But he just loops through the same junction yeah, a see, lot. I think... And Wiley Coyote is always where he speeds past. Yeah. So it's like... I, I think um, that Roadrunner struggles um, with the thing... You know when people say, oh, I'd like super speed as my power. It's like, well, that only works if you've got like the ability to think quickly enough. Yeah. I don't think his brain can think fast enough to match his full full top speed. So, so I think once he gets road. onto a road, he just follows the road. Yeah. And that, and that's what he, like whereas, you know, like the Flash, for example, can he thinks quickly and so does Superman. Yeah. So he can decide which way he's going. He doesn't have to just follow a line. Is the Flash really good at just like just mental arithmetic for instance? Like just because it, can, can he just do stuff faster? Can he think fast? I, I, well, I, the or can he only think fast I, in the context I think, of running I think fast? It's, I think it's processing uh, visual information quickly. I don't, I, I don't know enough fast? about... Yeah, I reckon he can read fast. You can just flick through a book. But it's whether that. or not he can comprehend the information quickly. Like the written word. Yeah, well... Because, because that's, I guess that's, it's simpler to go, I need to get out of the way of that. Yeah, and the thing is, is like, there's plenty of people out there who can't read, but they can still walk places and process visual information that way because it's a different level of comprehension isn't it it's a it's a different so do you type think it's like more sort of instinctive things the flash could do fast i think but- potentially I, I reckon like if you said oh can you i don't know chop that carrot i reckon you could chop it pretty damn quick can the flash do like dexterous things really fast like typing yeah i reckon you probably type pretty quick like 
I don't know. I've just like I've just I've never really thought about it before, and I know it's nothing to do with the. No, car no, no, no. I'm just yeah. like, wait a second. Where does the Flash's speed come? Is it the, is it they can run really fast, or is it they can do all physical things? Is he like if he yeah. learned the guitar, would he be like the Shred King? Yeah, I reckon he probably would be. Yeah, okay. but I think he'd be going so fast he would probably just destroy it. Yeah, that'd be difficult. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Back to Roadrunner then. Yeah. So we're pretty sure he's in arena, uh, which we were already yeah tending towards but even more sure especially seeing as one of wily coyote's gambits in this one involves a certain book we haven't seen for quite some time yeah so i think at the start of this episode um he was running out of uh backing he was running out of money because his first attempt to get the roadrunner was to just lob a grenade at him but i don't think i don't think it's his money right no no i think he's sponsored but i think what's happening the ratings are going down yeah i think he's running out of sponsorship but halfway through i'm thinking he gets a new sponsor and i think it's elmer i think it's elmer as well yeah because he was the last one who had the hypnotism book he's the last one who had the hypnotism book yep He's now he's got money. now very wealthy. Yep. He lives in a fancy penthouse. Yep. Like, and this is I the sort of thing sort, he would sponsor. Yeah, this is the sort of thing he would like. <laughs> yeah. So I reckon, Hunger Games style, he has dropped a special item for Wiley. Yeah. And it's the hypnotism tome. Yeah. So we see um, him, him, we see Wiley hypnotize as a fly or a cricket of some description. Yeah. Like he reads the book, obviously can immediately hypnotize. Yeah. So by the way, this hypnotism tome. It's from way back, so if you're reasonably new to the podcast, this tome has been passed around three or four characters yeah. by this point. Written by Sniffles, we think. We think it was written by Sniffles uh, because he had to write a load of stuff down to re- just because he couldn't remember anything because yeah. he was in a drunken haze ditch. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you read it, and you just read like a page of it, Yeah. and you know how to do what's on that page. Yeah. So it, like, it's pretty powerful. Bugs Hubie and Bertie have had it. Yeah. Bugs has had it. Yeah. Elmer's had it. At least one other has had it. I yep. think another set of mice for some reason. Yeah. Or maybe potentially cat, maybe Sylvester. A cat, maybe a cat. Yeah, potentially. In a Bertie, yeah. in a Bertie and Hubie episode. But yeah. like it's been passed about. Elmer had it last. Yeah. And now Wiley Coyote's got it. So he hypnotizes this fly and it immediately walks off a cliff. Yeah. Um, probably not a problem for the fly. Probably not. Thank God. I know, right? Awful. Um, so he tries to do it on Roadrunner, and yep. Roadrunner just holds up a mirror, and then Wiley walks off a cliff. Yeah. So, and we see Wibbly Lines go out of his eyes yeah. and back in. So, do we think that hypnotism is a light wave that can be reflected? Yeah. So, I mean, if that, like. But your eyes don't project light waves. So, the thing is, I, I reckon it's either. It's either like a beam. Like a ray. Yeah, exactly. From from his eyes. Yeah. And that's what the book teaches you to do. Because that's how it's always looked. Yes, yeah, yeah. So it's either a beam, and it was reflected back into his eyes, which suggests... That, that suggests more a type of thrall-like hypnotism to me. Yeah. Like, you would gain control over someone, then command them to do things. Yeah. Or you send a thought, yeah. a specific thought. And that's what happens. And... Under those circumstances, I think it's just... It wasn't that the beam was reflected. It's that he just looked into his own eyes. Yeah, I think that's probably the most likely because like light... You, your eyes don't shoot out light. That's that's, that's not how it works. No, um, but... So unless, they, unless the, the book gives you a physical change... Yeah, I don't want the book to be magic. That's no, the thing. no, that's it. I, 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 I just think I want, I just want it to be... Because what I like about this is like... 
without the magic part is it, it just tells you how to do things yeah but, because the book is incredibly well written yeah yeah it's just it's like just, this is how you do it and you go cool whoever and you wrote it, it is is the is the the greatest teacher in, sniffles in the but he's just gone and a pisshead <laughs> yeah yeah he's a pisshead he's somewhere in america um yeah so i reckon i reckon he looked into his own eyes I think that's the way it went. And convinced issued him, the command. Convinced himself to walk off a cliff. Yeah. Not which is, great. Which is odd because, you know, most of the time in hypnotism, it's always said, oh, you can't convince someone to hurt themselves. Basically. Yeah. But Unless he knew he wasn't going to yeah, get Yeah, but hurt. maybe they don't have this good book. Yeah, possibly. Um, so the ratings came up, and that's why he's losing sponsorship. Presumably because at the start, it was quite fun having this, like, contender who yeah. was really stringing the the uh the runner the runner along like yeah. the the what they called in running man chaser hunter hunter stalker stalker i think it's stalker I think it probably is stalker so we'll go with stalker so it's like okay he's really stringing the stalker along but after a while like with all game shows when someone's like just doing went, really well just doing really well and keeps being on it it's like Boring, it's really it? good for a while and then it's just like this is so dull we need to get rid of this person who just wins all the time yeah. Um, and so the ratings start to dip. In this one, after the hypnotism bit doesn't work, yeah. Uh, at one point, he puts out a load of bird seed and puts lead shot in it. Yeah. Uh, now that turned out to be for a magnet-based gadget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my initial thought was just, is he just trying to make him die slowly of lead poisoning? <laughs> now, Roadrunner has eaten them. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think that's going to be great for ratings. I don't think, I don't, I don't think the and slow I don't death think through lead poisoning is going to do it. Maybe it's, it's not just going to slow them down. It's not great telly. Maybe it'll just end up slowing them down a little bit as well, making them a little bit easier to catch. Maybe, but I reckon, I reckon Elmer's going to be of the mindset, this is not what I paid for. Probably. I, I, didn't, I didn't pay to see you have a bird slowly die, die of lead from, poisoning yeah, on yeah. screen. Yeah, that is pretty shit. So I'll be interested to see how that sponsor-stalker relationship pans out in the future it will be um i mean it, like i don't know it's just he's, he's gonna run out of um he's gonna run out of cash if he keeps on with this i think i think so but because he can't and, just keep funding that but it's not the first time we've seen a tune become incredibly wealthy then lose all the money well no i mean porky porky is not good with money no he's not gabby goat presumably excellent where's gabby where's gabby goat but I, I, I imagine doing very well for himself, living in a mansion and keeping away from Porky. Probably. He's probably not sponsoring um, any of the sort of like wily Coyote sort of bits. Maybe he sponsors Roadrunner. Maybe that's why Roadrunner's doing so maybe, well. Maybe it is less like The Running Man and more like... Just an actual game show. I reckon it's personal maybe for Maybe he a game show. Who knows? He has a lot of oil money. That's he's got know. a lot of oil money. Uh, we, need to, uh, we need to make some progress on this LeBron situation, I think. It's a good idea. I mean, I don't know what progress we're going to make. Normally, we've been amazing, inspired amazing in a specific progress. way by by what we've watched. Whereas this time, not so sure. No, nah, I know who we can. I know who we can message. All right, let's go and do it. Hold up, I ain't trying to stunt, man. But the Yeezys jumped over the jump, man. Went from most hated to the champion God flow. I guess that's a feeling only me and LeBron know. I'm living three dreams. Okay, Twitter then. Yeah, we're really good at it. Oh mate, top quality like top three quality. clicks. Yeah, it's it's, it's three it's, clicker Twitter. We're really landing. We've really landed in the Twitterverse. I so know. you said you had an idea of who we could tweet this week who might help us help LeBron. Right, what are you so, thinking? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep, good. Or Stephen King. 
Yeah, so we, we, I recently rewatched The Running Man and discovered that, uh, well, it said uh, Richard Bachman, I think, is the, yeah. the pen name, and that's Stephen King. So it turns out Stephen King wrote The Running Man, which was a good... I mean, not not the actual film. It's based off Yeah, he wrote book. a book called The Running Man. Yeah. Uh, I've never read the book, though. Is it of you? I think, uh, no, I, I think, haven't. I think it is... Well, I might have bit, done. I think it's not... a bit different. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it is. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think Arnie is a better choice. <laughs> Does Arnie have Twitter? Of course Arnold Schwarzenegger has Twitter. Come on. Are you sure? Let's find out. Right, go on then. I'm pretty sure Arnold Schwarzenegger has Twitter. Right. Just start typing in there. Uh, right. Okay. At... What's at, it? Oh, Ooh. No. Uh, at Arnold. Arnold. You're going to have to give, 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 give us a bit more? Oh, no. I've put an old. That's the trouble. An old. No, that's not a real. That's not a real name. I mean, it might be. I don't know. Arnold. Arnold. He's just Arnold. Oh, at Schwarzenegger. Not what? a problem. We are tweeting him. It's a shame you. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to just be able to go at Arnold, but there you go. What What are we going to open with for for Arnie then? Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. He likes being called that. Yeah. You reckon? It's the name of his Twitter account. Well, that is so, true. Like, that, no, that if he is doesn't true. like being called it, he should have thought about that. Mr. Arnold. Mr. Arnold. Yeah. Better than Mr. Schwarzenegger. No. <laughs> it's, no. It's not as funny. Mr. Schwarzenegger is not as funny as Mr. Arnold. I, I like Arnold. All like, right. No, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We were worried about jumping into first name terms with Andy McDowell last week. But for some reason, I feel like I can uh-huh. with Arnold Schwarzenegger. He is... Why? He's very personable. He just That's seems like he just seems like a nice dude. He no, he does. He like and you know. Oh right, so uh, Arnold, thanks for uh, making Humvees acceptable road vehicles. I mean, is that what we want? Is that where we want to align ourselves on on uh, the climate situation? It's something he enjoys. I mean, I'm just I'm I'm trying to ingratiate ourselves with him. Okay, it's a good first thought. I was just going to thank him for meeting with us. Yeah, uh, you, I mean, you could thank him for the first two Terminator films. <laughs> no, because that, that's saying apologise for the last, how many is it for? He's not. No. Yeah, <laughs> It's like saying apologise for the last four Terminator films. You can't just jump in and go, thanks for the first two Terminator films. <laughs> Please refrain. <laughs> I haven't seen the last one. It might be banging. He's often... Uh, He's often on some sort of, like, much like Andy McDowell was with the climate situation, yeah. obviously with the Humvee situation. That doesn't seem to really be Arnold Schwarzenegger's bag. No. But he does seem to, like, often be on these big issue sort of yeah. situations. So maybe we just launch straight in to the world ending the premise. Okay. Arnold, the world needs your help. Yes. Yeah. That, like... Who's not going to? Who's not going to go? Oh, this is going to be an important tweet. In twenty twenty. Yeah. The bar- I'm getting basketball aliens in really early. Okay. Although I'm tempted to go the monsters open brackets basketball aliens close brackets. Are they going to be called the monsters again though? Do you think? Uh, I don't know, but like it's it's going to be the same. I don't think it's going to be another group of aliens who've got the same idea. No, well, hopefully Maybe not. <laughs> well, we don't know. But yeah, basketball aliens. Um, are we going to try and slip in Judgment Day? Right at the end, we could say, yeah, this is so. our judgment day. The, the, yeah, this is this is the real judgment day. Yeah, <laughs> this is what you need to pay attention to. Are uh, due to return. Yeah. Uh, and, Lebr- and at King James is our only hope. 
Yes. He has not been receptive. No, I mean, he has had a lot on his plate. Yeah. Yeah, we've tried to help him and he has not been receptive. Yeah. Could you... Could you give him, drop him a line and tell him to come with you if he wants to live? <laughs> and then take him back to your house and play him our podcast. If he, open brackets, and everybody else on the planet, close brackets, wants to live. Yeah. <laughs> Concise. One tweet situation. I reckon, I reckon that's all of it. Yeah, no, I'm, get, get typing, sir. Uh, like, let's, let, let, let's see if we can make this into the perfect length tweet as well. Like saying he's not being responsive. We tried to give him this valuable intel. Yeah, and then put the link in. Yeah. Oh, should I, should I copy the link first? Yeah. Right, I'm going to copy. I should have done this earlier, but, yeah. you know, worst things happen at sea. So we say. <laughs> you you would know. I would know. Uh, being at sea. Not all the time. I'm not always at sea. Are we going to get help us help LeBron in? Uh, I'm going to get the bulk of this and then and I'm then... going to find a way to jostle it around. <laughs> okay, I like that. Could I like you tell that. him to come with us? Tell him to come with us. Yes. If he... And everyone else wants to live. And everybody else wants right to uh, live just you might want to remove that asterisk uh, yeah fella <laughs> asterisk asterisk is a small goal right we'll move him as well uh, like don't put him in there no wonder we're in that letters this is our judgment day yeah yeah because this, I reckon if we don't because the only other this thing is the is, real judgment day like the only other bit would be like you know we'll be back like, but I don't want to do that because I think he probably gets that a bit too much. Yeah. I, re- I-, I want to use kind of subtle, subtle this bits. This is the real judgment day. You could be a true kindergarten cop. <laughs> I don't think that is too much. Really? Yeah, I don't, I don't want to go overboard. Oh, you know, oh, can we tweet two people today? No. Arnold. The world is in peril. In 2020, the Monstars, open brackets, basketball aliens, close brackets, are due to return. LeBron James is our only hope. Please help us help LeBron. We tried to give him this intel, but he's been unresponsive. Could you tell him to come with us if he and everybody else wants to live? This is the real judgment day. Thank you for your time. <laughs> there you go. Tweet, tweet all. Right. It's done. Beautiful. Beautiful it's, stuff. It, it's out there in um, in his face. Well, it might not be in his face yet, but I hope he gets there. I reckon he. I reckon he's he's the sort of guy who would. Uh, I think look at it immediately. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, uh, we'll check in a minute. I just have. Let's get back to the cartoons. Okay. Hold up, I ain't trying to stunt, man. But the Yeezys jumped over the jump, man. Went from most hated to the champion God flow. I guess that's a feeling only me and LeBron know. I'm living three dreams. Okay then, so uh, we've got a couple of things worth noting about the next one. Yeah. One, it was released in 3D. We're not going to do that because we don't have any old school 3D glasses we haven't got any available old school to 3D ourselves. Glasses. And, uh, and I'm not just going to get a headache for no reason. No? Uh, Are you sure? Uh, yeah. Okay. Just, just <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am, yeah. Just wondering. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Maybe when they said it was released in 3D, maybe they don't mean using the old 3D glasses. Maybe it was literally 3D. It's a play. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe, maybe things were actually coming out the portal. Maybe. Who knows? We don't have the glasses to find out. Uh, so uh, the other notable thing is this the first uh, use, apparently, of uh, orange rings and blue background, which is apparently 1953 to 1954. Mm. So I'll be dealing with them for a while. Now, orange to blue on our spectrum is yeah. from about 650, 675 nanometers 
back to about 450 to 500 right. nanometers. So we're not going to be able to affect any no of this. No communication. And I kind of feel like we should probably have monopolized on our opportunities a bit sooner. But Let's we'll give it, it a go. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, we're watching Lumberjack Rabbit. Uh, it's a Bugs Bunny number, but also with Smidgen. Obviously. Paul Bunyan. And narrator. Oh, narrator's uh, back again. Narrator's back. Uh, overzealous naming there as, again. Uh, so, a Bugs Bunny number from September 26th, 1953. Right. So, there's Land of the Giants... And there's Land of the Giants, right? Yeah, because this, I think this is like giant, giant Paul Bunyan, not like human Paul Bunyan. Because Paul Bunyan was big, but he was big to humans, whereas I think this Paul Bunyan's big to giants. How big was Paul Bunyan to humans, though? Like, I, was he a giant? Yeah, I think so. So, I mean, I don't think he was like, he wasn't like, you know towering mountains but yeah but i'm wondering if paul bunyan is a a a tale from the land of well what we call the land of the giants mm-hmm. but actually uh and it's, it's it's you know it's gone into the common sort of circulation should we check how big in our world how big paul bunyan let's, is? let's let's check out paul bunyan and just let, let's not let's not get this wrong okay seven feet tall yeah, so uh, I'm thinking uh, Paul Bunyan of our world, and you know, by all means, um, you know, if you're listening and you know a lot about Paul Bunyan, get in touch on the Twitter yeah, and please. let us know where either right or wrong. Either way, just be nice to get a bit of clarification. I think he was like the American Hercules. So I'm thinking he was big, larger than life character. Uh, you know, big for a, a human, but he's still a dude. But he's still a guy, like kind of super strong. You know, can chop down trees, can just work constantly. Okay, so that's that, all thing. At that point, we have to extend our thoughts here. So basically, the episode starts with Bugs. He's walking along, uh-huh. and suddenly everything around him is really big, like yeah. really big, like like he could live in a carrot. Yeah, because at first I was like, oh, they're just giant redwoods, and then it was like, no, no, there's a big fence, there's some giant carrots, there's some big uh, asparagus. But it was bigger than anything in the land of the giants that would be used, like what we had called the land of the giants. Yeah. And then we see Paul Bunyan, and he's like really giant, like yeah, stepping he's... over hills. Yeah. Giant. We get a measurement for his dog, yeah. uh, 124 foot tall, still yeah. much bigger than any giant we've seen. Yes. So that suggests to me that what we've called the land of the giants can at most be the land of the half giants. Yeah. Um,. I don't want to think about how that could manifest. Or maybe the, the baby scale... giants. Sorry? Maybe baby giants. Yeah, but they, they weren't baby giants, were they? No, no, I don't mean babies, but I mean like, you know, p- potentially like... Maybe giants once... just keep growing. Well, that's, what, that's, that's growing. what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like giants maybe start off as normal human-sized babies and then, you know, hit puberty and the motherfuckers just go wild. Do you think it's like uh, like lobsters, right? They're like, You know, they're theoretically... They're theoretically just potentially keep immortal. going until they get killed. Yeah. Or they grow so big they just rot. Okay, so at that point, like, because we looked it up thinking, is this the Paul Bunyan of the giant world? Maybe and, it's just Paul Bunyan. It's just Paul Bunyan. Yeah. And he's just let it ride. Yeah, he's just he just hasn't died yet in the giant wars. The question is, all the stuff that's massive is the correct proportions to him. That's true. But... 
don't know, but uh, a lot of that, well, the building stuff, like each fence post could be a, you know, a giant redwood. Yeah. Or whatever. And it's not hard to make giant bricks. Not for someone that Who's big. giants, yeah. Um, so possibly he has just crossbred, you know, mighty carrots until he can make carrots that size. Because yeah. carrots that size to smaller creatures would be useless because they're still going to perish. Yeah. So, you know, you don't need to see I'm, carrots that big. I'm wondering whether or not that was a um, a government thing from the war, you know, like Victory Gardens and stuff Victory like Gardens, that. Yeah. Whether or not they've genetically modified carrots. So it's like, well, we only need one carrot to feed an entire... A street. Yeah, uh, there you go. Just shave so, a bit off. Yeah, so I'm wondering whether or not it's actually, uh, rather than a giant thing, I'm thinking maybe it's a government post-war or during war thing where they've went, this is how we combat rationing. Because we never saw rationing in the tomb world. Yeah, it's because Because of the they good dicked work, about the with good, giant veg. The good work of Paul Bunyan. Yeah. So, so Paul Bunyan, geneticist, working for the agency. <laughs> Paul Bunyan, or work, geneticist. Work, work, working with the government during the war times to yeah. develop giant vegetables. I reckon he wasn't as big then. No, I don't think he was as big. Oh, he's still pretty both, big, I uh, Both I... in fame and stature. Exactly. Much more famous now. So... The episode is mostly bugs having run-ins with Paul Bunyan's dog. But yeah, by think, the end, they're buds. Yeah, Paul's not really in it at all. Yeah, he, he just, just goes out to off. work one day and that's him done. But by the end, bugs and the dog are Smidgen. all right with each other. Smidgen. Smidgen the dog. Uh, yeah, which is a great name for a giant dog. Exactly right. Uh, but bugs' initial intention was to just live in a carrot there. Yeah. And there's carrot loads mining. of these giant carrots. And if him and the dog are friends, I'm worried that bugs isn't going to be getting along done for a while. Uh, he did seem to kind of disappear from the farm though and sent the dog back because i think i think the dog was a hassle i think i think it's that you know where he's that like you get a, yeah you, you get a friend who just like won't let go and you're like you're like look like, like, nice enough like, but he's a bit much yeah it's like we're buds don't don't get me wrong we're buds but you don't have to be around my house all the time yeah come on now and licking my face <laughs> licking my, my face because that giant that, 12 foot tongue exactly because that that would get a bit annoying so you're like I'll come see you, you don't come see me. Something like that. So, so I'm thinking he's not going to get all the carrots because it's the hassle, isn't it? And yeah. bugs don't like hassle. He'll occasionally pop in, yeah. but but ultimately leave it. That's good because like, having bugs out the mix while he lives in a giant carrot forever Yeah, because that's how he knows whether he's got anything to do. But I reckon Paul would have something to say about that because he was putting holes yeah. through a lot of his carrots. Yeah, but would Paul even, even notice... Well, like like farmers notice when carrots get blight. Yeah, but if he's only living in one carrot at a time, he, no, he, he dug through several carrots to lay train tracks. Oh yeah, he for his minecart. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Of carrots, I forgot. I forgot he wasn't living in it. He was mining carrots. Yeah, yeah it wasn't like I'm going to build my house. It's not like a gingerbread house. It's food or accommodation. It's a food not mine. It's a, he he had a food mine. Yeah, okay, yeah. I see. That that would be a blight. Yeah, and, and, and Paul would have something to say about and it. And a pretty easy one to wipe out as well. Well, I don't know. It's bugs. Just smack him like Not that. easy to wipe out. At yeah, but all. bugs was so small to Paul Bunyan that I think if bugs put on an outfit and tried to out like outdo him, yeah. Paul Bunyan wouldn't even notice he put on an outfit. Yeah, that's true. It's like, really, what's it's, that spec? It's really? really hard to step on bugs though if he's on soil because you step on it just in any. <laughs> yeah, well, you the don't. Soil. We can, but dream. In the, I, re- I reckon it happens as an automatic reaction. So giants just keep on growing. Apparently. So I reckon then the land of the giants. Do you think that's sort of gradiential? I reckon it's a hierarchy. The bigger you are, I prefer that they keep on growing to 
acknowledging half giants because how a half giant occurs when humans are human size and, and Paul, giants and are that size. Paul Bunyan yeah. is uh, like fifteen hundred foot tall. Like, I don't want to talk about it. I just, it's like trying to make butter with a matchstick, mate. <laughs> exactly. Except the, exactly the opposite way around. Yeah. Uh, so trying to make a matchstick with butter. Yeah, I don't really different. Well, no, I was just thinking trying try to make know. butter with a redwood. I know. Um, moving on. Um, yeah. <laughs> Have you got anything? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but there wasn't many questions there, like because we've answered that we've answered the the big ones literally. Like, yeah, what seemed like it was going to be difficult is actually proven quite easy. Yeah, like they just get bigger. Like, so. Questions are, well, actually, because Babe the Ox might have just been a big ox and not a giant. Yeah, because yeah, because Babe the Ox in the uh, American folktales, I think it was about was it ten foot something like that. Yeah, so maybe but maybe Babe the Ox was just, just a big ox. ten foot and yeah. then died. Yeah, and he was just his big blue ox friend. How Which old became think- his small blue ox friend? Yeah. How old do you think Paul Bunyan is then? Like, how fast do we think? Um, because if we think he was much smaller during the war times, or do you think it's an experience thing? I think he was still big during the war. I think he was still big during the war times, but like this looks like he's quite separate from everything because he's too. Yeah, big. I'm. Th- I'm thinking he's taken um, like just retirement. I think because if he was working for the the government as a, um, a geneticist, they obviously weren't sending him over to cause any like you know he wasn't fighting. Because I'm thinking he's quite a peaceful fella. He's quite a peaceful fella, and he's just like right. I've done my bit. I'm going to go back to my farm. You know, he likes being a geneticist, but ultimately but he not, just wanted the simple life. And and he's got that now. And I'm yeah. glad Bugs isn't going to be interrupting that. Yeah, me too. So, I, th- I mean, I think that's it. Bug, uh, like Paul Bunyan was big, but not all that big. Yeah. Like, during the war. Yeah. Bigger, than, bigger, big, than, bigger big, than seven foot. Yeah, bigger than the seven foot. Because the seven foot, that was like, I don't know, during the... Well, I'm trying to remember when the American... I reckon uh, during the war, he was probably about the size of the giants we have seen. Yeah. Uh, like about the size of a leg person yeah um but after that like he just grew and grew and grew yeah and it was helpful for the uh farm situation to uh not have that like not have that around really yeah it's just like we'll just <laughs> yeah. we'll use your tech and could you leave yeah like you're a bit big now yeah paul paul oh, we- paul 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 no don't hear me don't you're a bit big I think that's how it went. Yeah. <laughs> you think that? No, no. <laughs> Thanks for that. No, that's like, all right. just, Thanks for that flashback. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, was try- I was trying to personalise the conversation. You know. So I-, I think that's pretty conclusive for this episode. Uh, I think so. As ever, thanks for listening to the show. Yeah. Uh, it's good to know we're not on this quest alone. Uh, if you've had any thoughts, if you know a lot about Paul Bunyan, uh, yeah. especially, then please get in touch. Um, I as ever, we're going to leave you with a song, Hypno- Hypnosis and uh, Bringing People in Thrall yes. uh, was uh, a big part of the uh, cartoons today. Uh, and there's only re- really one song for that. Uh, so we're going to leave you with I Put a Spell on You by Nina Simone. Uh, Absolute classic. So it's a banger. I say that every week, but it's always a banger. It's always so a banger. It's always a banger. We, 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 we bring have, you bangers. We have incredible taste. Uh, so uh, thanks for listening. And uh, as ever, we'll see you next week.
put a spell on you. Cause you're mine. Do, 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 do. You better stop the things you do. Because I'm in bandy, I'm better than 